What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And today I'm excited for our guest. He is the head of the Successful Male of North America. He is a co-host of the Successful Male Podcast and also the head editor for the Successful Male Magazine uh, or managing editor. Uh, Joseph D. Roma is our guest today. He's out of Tampa, Florida. Uh, you can find him. And of course, we'll link all this up as usual, but at Joseph D. Roma on IG and LinkedIn, and his last name is spelled D-I-R-O-M-A. So Joseph D. Roma, you can check out thesuccessfulmail.com for more information as well on what he's got going on. And I'm excited to get into his story and, uh, and have a conversation with Joseph today. So thanks, man, for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me, man. It's good, good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I always love kicking the conversation off with championship leadership is the name of my podcast and you know when I first heard that a friend of mine Joe Williams who worked with Tony Robbins for about 15 plus years as uh, his senior trainer and and we were trying to think of names and he said championship leadership at, the, at first I didn't really like it it was just like that double ship 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 but uh, it's grown on me I love it and I love where the podcast is gone but what comes to mind for you when you hear championship leadership what does that mean to you? Uh, you know, when I hear championship leadership, of course, the first thing I think of is Phil Jackson. Okay. Um, yeah. you know, I don't know if you've ever read, if you've ever read his book, uh, five rings, I need to, if you've ever, if you've ever been to that level of success as a coach and, and a leader where you are leading leaders of, um, professions and in, in that high of, of industry, um, which I've been leading people now for about, um, you know, 12 years now, it's one of those things that you automatically um, think, okay, what are these guys doing to, to elevate their game to that level, right? And then inspire others to, to cultivate the most out of them, right? And, and, and managing those people in such a way that they can do it all together and, um, you know, um, just get out there and win. And, and it's one of those things where it's, it feels good, you know? you get into that flow with a team and, and you, you just know you're doing it. So 
I mean, I love the title. It it, it makes yeah. me feel spe- it makes me feel good just talking about it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I love Phil Jackson. I mean, dang, what's he got? He had 12, 12 or thirteen rings. Twelve. 12? I think he yeah. had six with the Lakers and six with uh, the Bulls, if I remember right. But uh, yeah, amazing. So I definitely want to check that book out. But yeah, that's uh, so true. I, it's always fun to hear the answers because it's always. You know, you think you can only define championship leadership so many ways, but it's so cool to hear all the different examples. A lot of people will go to sports automatically because of championship, but uh, but yeah, Phil Jackson definitely would be on the top of the list for sure. So why don't you tell us and the listeners a little bit more about you and like, so you are the head of the successful male, um, but talk to us about like how your path led you to where you are today. Yeah, so I, you know, I have a pretty up and down story, I think, like, like most people in life, you yeah. know, I was such a, a, a great winner in high school that I decided to drop out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I would say what some people in society would consider a troubled youth. Um, and, you know, my parents didn't really know what to do with me. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I lived that life of low integrity, selfish and self-centeredness and, and just kind of full blast and, and negativity until yeah. I was about 26, right? I won't um, bore you with all the details. And um, how old are you now? I'm 37 to be 38 okay. soon. Okay. So again, you know, the awakening was about two months before I was to have my first child, my son, Damien you know, something switched in me that said, Hey man, you know, what are you doing? I was facing some consequences again for my decisions, you know? And like my mom always said, you know, everything we do has our name on it, you know, so you're going to have to live with that. Um, and, and I just took off, took a 180, and I put all that energy and all of that passion and enthusiasm for doing the wrong things into the right things. And, um, Initially, my journey started on, on, the, on the spiritual side and, and kind of cleaning up the mess that I had caused from an, an integrity standpoint, um, which just from my experience is much easier kept than regained. And, and integrity and self-worth, they, they go hand in hand, right? If, you, if you're yeah. behaving below your integrity, you're not going to feel great about yourself. You know, yeah, you constantly absolutely. are are living outside of what it is to your own being. But as you, and and you continuously lower your goals to match your behavior, but in reality, you should be raising your behavior to match your goals and, and your self-worth will self-worth will follow. And what began to began to happen was, is that that passion for spiritual development then um, translated over to the leadership realm because I was also (laughs) leading people at this time in all of this mess. And, and it was like, you could just see all the interminglings of two. And, um, what took off for me most was I, I began to read, you know, and, and, um, when I first started, um, I had to always meditate before I read and I had to listen to my headphones in order to just read, right. Cause the, the monkey brain was so apparent. And, um, over time, you know, I read one or two books a month and I've been doing that for the last 11 years. And it's all been leadership, business, and, um, you know, spirituality. 
And what started to happen was, is as I started to grow, my team started to grow. My businesses that I ran started to grow and, um, and got heavily, heavily into uh, Jim Rohn at that time, which was, you know, yeah. Tony Robbins mentor. And, yeah. you know, something right. that, yeah, I mean, what he said just hit home with me, which was, you know, personal income seldom exceeds personal development. You know, you have to work harder on yourself than you do your job. So again, for somebody that lived the wrong way for so many years, you put that same type of energy into doing the right things for yourself. It's funny, you always find what you're looking for, you yeah. know? And uh, so what started to happen is, is I began to really uh, separate myself from a lot of the people, um, you know, in my industry. I was in, I, I was in the restaurant industry, still do consulting there, um, but leading teams there in operations for about uh, 10 years. And as I'm sure you can imagine, um, people in the restaurant industry seem to make a lot of poor decisions quite often (laughs) in leadership. It's just, uh, you know, it's that that type of deal. And um, with all those missed opportunities of others, um, I just kept rising up the ranks until finally, you know, last year, um, I was uh, in my last promotion, right? I had I was the managing partner of a restaurant for about five years, overseeing about um, $4 million in revenue and uh, leading a team about 70 to 80. And, you know, it could change. And then moved into, uh, you know, a corporate role, you know, at the corporate office, overseeing all 189 restaurants, corporate productivity, uh, delivering initiatives that drove profit margins as well as simplified operational execution, Um, working hand in hand with the president and vice president. And the great story about that is, is when I started with that restaurant, I was riding the bus, reading my books, serving tables. And in, you know, nine years time, you're then working side by side with the president and vice president and affecting change in an organization that affects thousands of people. Yeah. And I say that because that proves the point of what Jim Rohn said. In that time frame, I worked harder on myself than I did my job every single day. Yeah. And I sowed what I reaped, man. Or I reaped what yeah. I sowed, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's and so again, it's one of those things. I don't have a high I, I had a GED. I don't have a college degree and I was the one that ended up in the job that the number one requirement was a high school diploma, a college degree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and, and it's about break, breaking down those boundaries and that's what leadership has really, really done because yeah. if you can lead teams to be successful, that's incredibly attractive to mostly anyone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. That's an incredible, uh, incredible story. So how does that lead you to the successful male? Yeah. Um, so in that time I discovered while leading these people that I excelled in people development mm-hmm. and that I just started churning out managing partners for this organization. Like it was my job and I'm yeah. like, what's this guy doing? You know, and I always made, scheduled in my calendar every month time to sit down with my people and work on them as a human being 
because I wanted to make them more valuable so they got paid more, right? Mm -hmm. Very simple. And as by doing that, I discovered that my passion for personal development needed a translation and translate into the coaching world. So then I sought um, two years ago, I took a uh, course to be trained in ontological coaching, specializes in ontology, which is the study of being, yeah. our body emotions and language, and somatics, which is, you know, body work and understanding body language, um, as well as a uh, deep dive into um, emotions where we did linguistic deconstructions of 60 emotions to really understand how people, you know, generate possibilities within their life. So getting classically trained as a coach led me to being hooked up with some people that were rolling out the successful mail here in America. I got hooked up with them. Um, the founder and I, his name's Ron Maholtra, just had a huge explosion um, between him and I as far as hitting it off. And um, just being on that elevated level with, a, with another man, you know, it's really, really cool. And someone's yeah. talking your language and and, um, you know, you're having like these deep conversations, like you're hanging out with Eckhart Tolle and stuff yeah. and, you know, and it's like, Oh, Hey, there you are. I finally met you. And he's like, <laughs> right, right. So, you know, we, he, he started throwing all these, uh, these things my way with the podcast and the, and the, and this magazine and, and, um, you know, he has had this course and it, and it was derived in Australia and, and now we're rolling it out here. And that's the biggest thing, right. Is men's personal development and we we say specifically the men because it's the greatest need right now we feel in the world we're really in a lot of the mess we're in because mostly men in power right now right yeah. so um we felt like attacking uh, the men's sector first um would promote the, the biggest change to the collective we also felt that when we looked at men's statistics um, with suicide rates, domestic violence, um, divorce rates, um, alcohol and drug use, you know, workplace deaths and the jail population is all predominantly men, huge, huge percentages of all just men. And it's really, you know, that's, that's something needs to be done about that. The other piece is that uh, we're living in the most abundant country in the most abundant times the world's ever seen. And if you're not creating wealth right now, it's really on you, mm -hmm. right? And we wanted to provide that financial literacy and success education to men to be able to change that, right? And get out of that paycheck to paycheck mentality and yeah. teach them to, to thrive, not just survive, yeah. right? So the program itself is a comprehensive e-course called the Success Blueprint which has 27 modules with videos and a workbook uh, for each one. And that's coupled with the mentor um, for mentoring and coaching. So that way you can really have holistic transformation in six months. So it's really like taking the best of everywhere things, you know, and putting it all into a package for you to be able to, to achieve more, have more fulfillment and more confidence in your life. Awesome, man. And so what, uh, what happened or, you know, what was, what was in your life or maybe not in your life that made you want to lead a movement like this? Like personally, 
Great question. Great question. I think the transformation that I had in my own life and being an awakened to the possibilities and gifts that I have. And I'm not special. Yeah. I'm special, but I'm not right. Yeah, I'm special yeah, absolutely. I'm Joseph yeah. Roma. There'll be no other person. There was never one before me. There'll never be one after me with the same set of personality traits, my makeup, everything. Right. So in that sense, yes. And then awakening people to that realization that it's the same for them and yeah. helping them uncover what their gifts are to the world um, so that they can have that, 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 that fulfillment, that self love and be able to look in the mirror and be, and be satisfied with who they are. I mean, that's an incredible feeling, especially mm -hmm. coming from somebody that looked in the mirror and hated himself because of how he was behaving yeah. and treating others. Yeah. Right. So I think the power of transformation um, is the main driver. Um, especially, like I said, we have so much abundance, convenience, $5 coffees in our lives. Yeah. It's like, and, and you're not, and you're still not happy. Well, why right. is that? It's because yeah. you've done no intrinsic development at all. And I want to bring that to people. Great. I love it, man. That's, that's, uh, it's so needed too. Right. Uh, so it's great to see people like yourself that, that are taking those stands to do that. What would be, uh, what's a moment that you could share? This is a question I love to ask is, you know, I'll call it the, the critical moment in your life, the turning points, that, that fork in the road moment where had you made a, a different decision, you could very well be in a different place in life, but you didn't, right? You had the courage to make the decision that you did. And I think we all have, you know, multiple times in our life, but we don't always recognize it in the moment until maybe even later down in life. Is there a moment that pops out to you that, man, had you chose differently, you could be a very different place. Cause I think the entrepreneurs, business owners that listen, you know, many of them probably finding them, themselves in this moment right now. And they're trying to figure it out. Like, what do I do? They, they kind of know where they want to go, which is probably that road less traveled. And yet there's, there's a lot of pull the other way too. So yeah. Is there a moment that sticks out to you you could share with the listeners? Sure, man. This is a great question. And inc incredibly relative to like right here right now yeah so that company that i was with for a decade yeah on this thursday will be a month ago they laid me off oh wow right yeah american corporate organizational restructuring had no thing to do with merit performance or anything just because wow right so let's yeah. talk about it yeah I was building out this business that I planned on rolling out this month anyways yeah. for almost two years yeah. while I was working full time at the restaurant and then nine to five in the corporate office. Uh -huh. Okay. So like we all say, you got to be hungry. You know, you work yeah. nine to five, you got to, sounds like you're, you know, working seven to 11 every night too. And you know, all yeah. this stuff we talked about and I jammed on the weekends running restaurants was never, it's not hard for me to put in the work doing this, right? Sure. Like, um, but what I would say is, is that, you know, I had planned on leaving, you know, my wife and I decided next year. And, you know, you put that into the, into the universe and you're vibrating at that level. It's bound to happen, right? So it's basically like the universe decided it's time now for you to go out on your own, right? And you have to listen to that and flow with that. But the big change happened last week. 
I was about, you know, three and three and a half weeks out from being let go. And I, I handled myself with dignity, respect, and professionalism because everyone's watching when you go through an experience like that. Yeah. And you have an, an ability to showcase who you really are and what your character is. And you're either a lighthouse, you know, or you're a, a boat slamming into shore and you have to choose. But what I would say is, is that I observed myself, you know, almost like above myself and watching my, how my subconscious mind was reacting in all of this. And for two weeks, it's circling the familiar familiarity of what it does. And it's like, you've always gone to a job. You've always worked for someone. You should go do that again. Right. And it's playing that same tape that it's been happening you know, since I was, you know, 14 and started working, you know, that's, that's a lot of time. That's 23 years worth of conditioning to your mind that you're now trying to unravel in a couple of weeks time. But what happened was, is that by observing that, getting deep into visualization and meditation for what it is that I want to truly do and the path that I'm trying to go forward, um, you get this click And then all of a sudden you get this burst of energy, you get this burst of passion, and then you know you're tapping into that, that well, that resource that is unending energy, right? So that was the aha moment for me where those limiting beliefs subsided and now it's all in on this. And and you have those moments, right? And you can either get to that point and feel that pain and feel that growth. And, 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 and sit in that fear and you can run and scowl and go do whatever it is that you, you, you don't want to do, but you have to do, you feel like it, or you can walk through the fear, grow, lean into the pain and have what you really want because that's where success lies. Yeah. So that's where I'm headed. Yeah. I love it, man. That's, that's incredible. And yeah, it's lean into it. You know, that those, that's where that decision is, right? I think it's a lot of fear. It's a lot of unknown. We want to sometimes stick with the, the, what, what a lot of people would consider the safer play in the, in the short term. But I think it really turns into a lot of regret for people down the road when they look back. So to, to hear these stories is, is hopefully a validation that, Hey, you know, you're not the first person to ever like take a leap and, and just know that it's going to work out, right? It, as long as you're willing to, to yeah. put the effort, the time, the energy, the work into it. So, yeah, powerful. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, and I would add um, that just like I said before, being trained in the, the emotions, right? Well, fear is a, an emotion that's available to us for a reason, you yeah. know? Like, I should not get into a cage with a lion at the zoo. You know what I mean? Like that's a healthy fear, right? Yeah, absolutely. But but what I think what people really need to understand that really has served me in my path is courage is only available to us in the presence of fear, not in the absence of fear. So if I'm not afraid, I can't draw on the courage to go through the fear. Right. So understanding that and drawing on courage that's what's that's what people are attracted to. They're not attracted yeah. to someone that's over there all afraid. They're attracted to someone that's faced the fear, drew on courage, and went through it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, 
yeah, people are, are drawn to people that are living, choosing to live and not, not hunkering down in the corner, like succumbing to fear. So yeah, I love that. Um, I want to respect your time here. And as we wrap this up, what are one or two things that you could leave with the listeners that if they implemented today, they would be able to put into, they would be able to help move themselves forward today? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, the only thing that I would give to anybody yeah. is what I have experience with that's worked in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the great thing about that is, is it's not anything that I invented. At this point, there's, there's nothing, <laughs> there's not a lot new out there, right? It's just taking <laughs> what we learned and right. using it for so, our, our benefit. The things that I do that I've been doing um, for the last 11 years um, are meditation daily, minimum 10, 10, 10 minutes minimum. And don't be afraid. Everyone sucks at the beginning. You know, the second thing is, is I read something every day, minimum 10 minutes. Yeah. And the last thing that I always do every single night is contemplation. Sorry, on the front end, I'll start there. Affirmations as well. Mm -hmm. So affirmations, meditation, reading. And then the last part is contemplation. And that is um, just like Benjamin Franklin. You reflect on your day and you say, okay, where was I a good man? And I showed up in the character of who I want to be, right? Pat myself on the back and then say, okay, where's some things throughout my day that I didn't show up in the man that I want to be and I want to become. Is, is there an amends necessary to somebody? Do I need to clean that up um, and reflect on that and say, okay, well, how could I have handled myself um, different next time, right? When I'm presented yeah. with that same, that same adversity. Um, and then, you know, really my biggest message to anyone other than those practical steps that I always tell everyone, do the work. Yeah. Every time that you're presented with an opportunity to show up for yourself in doing the work, do it to your fullest ability and you will be surprised at how good you feel. There's no fast yeah. way. There's no shortcuts. There ain't no free lunch. Yep. If you show up and you do everything at your full capacity that's placed in front of you, you will feel better than you've ever felt. It could be making your bed. It could be brushing your teeth. Every time you do something to your fullest ability, you're telling your subconsciousness what you're worth. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing. That was uh, awesome. What, uh, any last words before we wrap this up? I really appreciate having you here today. So yeah, anything, any last words before we finish out? Um, I'd just say, you know, hey, Hit me up on um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I love meeting new people, connecting with anyone. Um, There's tons. I mean, I've just met so many people in the entrepreneurial space. And I'm just really about collaboration and lifting people up and, and, you know, give and take relationships. Um, So if you're somebody that's looking to grow and or you're looking for, you know, somebody to to rap with, you know, hit me up. um, And it's, you know. Let's go get after it, man. Championship yeah. leadership. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, and, and hit him up, listen to his podcast, check him out, thesuccessfulmail.com. I appreciate you, Joseph, uh, for being here today. Thank you so much, man. Hey, thank you so much, Nick. Ain't no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage. It's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done If you need some inspiration You should play this Championship Leadership Podcast With Nate Bailey